1: It's hard to believe, but football is almost back. The NFL preseason kicks off with the Hall of Fame game on August 1st, and soon we'll have regular season football and college football. That means it's time to make an account at the best online sportsbook known to man. That's right, I'm talking about MyBookie. Sports betting is exploding in popularity. If you want to get in on the action with a trusted company that's been in business for years, MyBookie is the place for you. With an easy, no-hassle mobile site, 24-7 customer service, and bets on every sport and prop imaginable, MyBookie provides a fun, safe betting experience. Maybe you think Drew Brees and the Saints get their revenge for the terrible, blown call in last year's (laughs) NFC Championship game. Or maybe you think Tom Brady and the Patriots win an unbelievable seventh Super Bowl. Why not make money when your prediction comes true? And if you deposit today, MyBookie will give you 50% deposit bonus. That's right, you put in $100, they give you $50. You put in $1,000, they give you $500. It's that easy. Football weekends are the best, but they're even more thrilling when every touchdown can win you more money. So go to MyBookie.ag and sign up today with promo code READY. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. I'd like to
2: take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0-10 to to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. Seat Geek, life's an event, and we have the tickets. Boys, it's Jeremy W. Miller.
0: Neal the rebound. Kevin Ali brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. For his ninth, eighteen points, nine rebounds, six oh, assists. Oh my oh, god! Double time! Miles Turner. Yeah. Welcome to the NBA, my friend. Turner sets the screen. Oh, 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 ball oh ball no! Oh, no right don't hand. let him throw it down like that. Victor on the deep foul. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod podcast
1: are get all around the we world uh, to the beach,
2: welcome to episode 49 of the born ready to pod podcast in 49 states it's just basketball
0: but this is born ready to pause. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Indiana, and we have the worst summer league team in the NBA this year. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I do, but I, I hate it.
0: What are some of your takeaways from the games you've watched? Oh,
1: I think we're gonna get into, get into it a little into bit later. It. Get into it right just now. go ahead. Okay, come on, we're, come we're on, tough ahead. guy. Um, I think uh, I'm actually kind of fired up about this. I think we. I think the Pacers really dropped the ball here, um, sucks because a lot of positive energy, a lot of positive flow from the Malcolm Brogdon, uh, T.J. Warren, Jeremy Lamb, press conferences. Uh, but I really think we've really screwed the pooch here on this Summer League thing because uh, to me there were four things, four key things we needed to get out of Summer League. Okay, first one, can Aaron Holiday take over the second unit? I think we've answered the question. I mean, he had a very bad first half um, two days ago. Uh, but, yes, I think that he can take over. So that was one of the important takeaways I got. Second thing, we needed to see who was going to be the backup power forward, T.J. Leaf or Alizé Johnson. And they didn't even play T.J. Leaf in the summer league. I can't – can anybody – is there an argument at all for T.J. Leaf not being on this roster? No.
0: Is he just not on the roster? Is he he's just not playing. He's not playing. He's so not So he's the there, or like, no. sitting on the bench? No. Okay, I was no. going to say, I don't know. No. I think he should definitely be playing. Uh, he should
1: definitely be playing. The biggest question mark we have is at the, uh, is at the power forward position to me. Um, and so that's a question that is going to remain unanswered throughout this whole process, who the backup four is going to be. And to me, since T.J. Leaf's not playing, they're saying T.J. Lee's the backup four. Like, that's, that's what it tells me. Um, and is playing really well. He's playing right now against the Atlanta Hawks. I think he has about 11 points, maybe five boards already at the half. Um, the third thing we need to figure out is if uh, Goga was going to be able to play the backup five. And they couldn't even, they couldn't even get him in the, the country like as soon as he was drafted that should have been priority number one getting him over here to see what he had in actual gameplay because we're we're putting a lot of faith into this guy i mean we are putting sabonis in the as the starting four and we're putting leaf as the backup four. and now we're just saying this guy is going to be the backup five i hope it works out but i'd sure like to know if it's going to work out and see how he plays against nba level competition and this isn't even nba level competition to be honest with you in the summer league but we couldn't even get him in the united states to even see what he had like that's 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 sad and then um, so that's another uh, factor that's going to remain unanswered here in the summer league. And then the fourth one to me was, um, is uh, Brian Bowen uh, worthy of a roster spot? I think yes. I think he. I think yes. He should be on the 15-man roster. He does have a two-way contract. He does have a two-way contract. But um, you know, do we need to go out and get somebody else to fill that? You know, the back end spot. No, I think he's he's kind of. Um, come along really nicely in the summer league. I really like what I've seen out of him. So of the four very important questions that we needed to have answered after summer league, we're only going to get two of those four. And I just think we dropped the ball. Our team sucks. I mean, it doesn't matter if you win or lose these games. That's fine. But our team just is terrible. Like yeah, I can't fun. even. I can't even. Lie. I can't even watch them. Like I think it's terrible. And I knew it was going to be bad as soon as they said that Ganzi straight up said, hey, we're not running any plays, we just want to get up and down the floor. Yeah. Like you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Aaron Holiday could be out there calling plays. Even if it's just like five, six, seven plays, it's not like everyone in the NBA runs the same shit. I mean everyone high pick and roll, coming off screens, it's the same stuff. But you don't you're not even running those plays to see what these guys have who could fit your system. I just think we're missing a big opportunity here. And I don't I don't want to rain on anybody's parade because I like what we've done. Uh, and for agency, but I just think we've missed a, a golden opportunity here to get better and really evaluate what we have on the roster.
0: Okay, I've so that, that what? Why didn't Goga come? He's got a visa? He's issue. got a His work visa he, issue. Yeah. I don't know how
1: that. I don't even know so anything about that. Basically, uh, th- I have absolutely no you know legal knowledge of this. This is all coming from last game. Um, when uh, Pritchard was talking uh, on the on the conference there, uh, but uh, or sorry, during the game on the broadcast. But he basically said that Goga uh, put in for a temporary visa, and uh, when he got back, they weren't aware that it was only a temporary visa, thought it was the clear work visa. And so by the time they figured it out, it was too late in the process. And they thought he would be in the United States today, and then they also said, "Hey, if he's in the United States today, if he's obviously not playing today. There's a good chance he doesn't play at all me, in the whole summer league." So that's just terrible. That's just—it's just a missed it's opportunity, a huge missed opportunity. And uh, that's—I mean, him and Holiday. Let's be
0: honest, him, Holiday. If you're lucky, one or two other guys are really going to contribute to this team. So, well, that's, I mean, that's, what man, I that's just saying. a huge missed opportunity right there. Yeah,
1: and when I said there's four key things, is—is is Holiday the backup one? Is he good enough? Yes, there's going to be ups and downs. Okay, we've seen that yesterday, two days ago. Okay, is TJ Leaf or Alizé Johnson capable of playing four? We don't know if TJ Leaf is. I I think Alizé is better, but we don't even know. You could have put them uh, in minutes together, see who plays better, and kind of evaluate on that. Is Goga going to be the backup five? We're not going to figure that out either. And then is Bowen able to take one of those 15 roster spots? I say yes now, but he didn't play today either, so it's just it's tough. It's tough. I just think we'd miss an opportunity, and we clearly suck. I mean, we we are just so bad. We lost by twenty to two teams that didn't even have a first round pick playing. Like, what are we doing? Not great. Yeah, not good at all. So, uh, Chris, I know you watched that first game. Uh, any takeaways? No. <laughs> None whatsoever. No. You've pretty much
0: summed everything. Out. Yeah, you know, went it over just, everything.
2: I, I spent. You spent. There's no one time else on in like North today.
0: America that's going to talk that long about this stuff. Pritchard's I, probably already I over I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. It just. No, really it's, but it's great. Me. It's it great. It's really bothered me. You're not going to get that anywhere else. I yeah. love it. But, you know. It, it makes sense. And I, I've watched like three minutes and I agree with everything you've said. <laughs> so, like, kind of to tie this in now, because I
1: know we want to talk about free agency and whatnot, but I think. Um, I think this really does answer the questions that, that we've had about the Pacers. We think they need to go after another four. Um, that market is drying up and drying up fast. And with TJ Leaf not participating in the Summer League, either A, he's not in their plans at all, or B, they think he doesn't need to show anything in Summer League. And... We haven't signed any of these guys. We could have had Jermichael Green at five million dollars a year if he would have, you know, wanted to sign for us. We could have had him for six if we wanted to use the exception. Um, but basically, now we're basically saying I don't think we're going to make another move. I think we're just saving the salary cap space. So that's kind of rolling into the free agency talk, which I know Chris wants to get into uh,
0: pretty hardcore here. Anything else? Malcolm Brogdon's joining the podcast or uh, broadcast with Vince Carter. Do we pause and watch it?
1: Yes, yeah. we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> okay, we're pausing now. Yep. My president's black.
0: His name's Malcolm Brogdon. So he was just on the broadcast. Did you notice anything interesting? He said he's kind of a boring talking guy. He's very professional. Yeah. He's very. He was impressed with the organization. Yada yada yada. Seems he's like he's good same. friends with Vince Carter. Yeah,
1: it seemed like the same things he said in the press conference. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, I've been more impressed with Vince Carter, honestly, on the broadcast. <laughs> like, just thinking what he could do for the Pacers in yeah. terms of leadership, honestly. But I mean, Malcolm Brogdon, he's just he's a first class guy. He sounds like President Obama. Um, he literally has that sound. Vo- I mean, he has that booming voice. You know, he's a really good talker, and uh, he just keep he keeps using a word that I love from point guards, and that's efficiency. And that makes me very happy. Yeah, it makes me very happy. And I think honestly, I think Aaron Holiday could come out of that and uh, learn something because Aaron Holiday is not very efficient. He's really up and down. His ups are great. His downs are bad. If he could be a little more efficient. We're yeah, talking he about definitely a really a, nice. Player. Open up the ears yeah. and
0: listen to anything yeah. brogdon has got to say. 100 He seems like he's learned the game the right way. All right.
2: Well, Speaking of Brogdon, I was going to play a soundbite from the press conference yesterday. So, let's go to that here. Victor reached out to me immediately. I I'm restart this. skill set wise. I have Victor reached out to me immediately when he heard
1: about the deal. Um, I'm actually going to Vegas to work out with him a little bit in the next few days, so we'll I'm looking forward to building a relationship with him. Um I think our games fit extremely well together. I'm not a guy that's coming in here trying to take over. This is Victor's team. This is his franchise. I want to help Victor be an all-star every year, uh, be a superstar. Um, so it's a, that's important to me to help this team win, um, to really make his job easier. That's, that's what I think I can do as a point guard, as a guy that can, that can be a point guard but play off the ball. He can have the ball in his hands as much as he wants, but when he doesn't want the ball, he can trust that his point guard
2: will make good decisions and can step up for him. Each skill so what do you guys think? He wants to make Oladipo a superstar, all-star every year.
0: I love, I love hearing that.
1: I mean, <laughs> that's that is, just great. That's exactly what you want to hear. He might not win it this year since he's not. He's not. He, he might not. Be an all-star this year since he's coming back late. But that's what you want out of your point guard. You want him facilitating to the best players on the team, and uh, if he's a great leader and he's a great playmaker himself, that makes it all all the more better. Which is why he got over twenty million dollars a year to be our point guard for the next five year, four years.
0: Yeah, great fit. I'm su- everyone's super excited. I just, I'm honestly just can't wait for the season. Now. Yeah, I can't wait. There's so much, and we're just now starting summer league. So yeah. All right, as we mentioned, it's the free agency recap
2: podcast episode. Our annual recap episode where we dive into free agency and everything that has happened thus far. Um, But first, before we get into our discussion on that, um, I want to review Guess That Contract for 2019. Last year, I believe, Jake barely edged Hawk Out and won by one point. This year, a little more of a differential. So there's three categories. You pick the team, number of years their contract is, and how much money they're going to make. So for each one, you guess right, you get one point. So Jake ended up with 28. Hawk finished with 23.
0: Let me see those. So Hawk's taking a look at this. Just to double-check everything, just to make sure.
2: Um, I believe it's all right. Uh, Even if there was a plus or minus, there still need, like, six mistakes to win, so...
0: Be a tough one. Dang, you did pretty good. Which ones did you get? You got Bojan to the Pacers wrong, Lopez to the Lakers, Malcolm to back to the Bucks, Cousins to the Knicks, Russell to the Suns, and I got. I didn't just miss
1: Cousins to the Knicks though. You I gave I them, like thirty million. I gave them no. thirty million, but you, I gave him way too much. Yeah, you gave him a hundred million.
0: Well, I wasn't really thinking in the right capacity because I was. I was drinking all yeah. day, and it was a Sunday. Yeah, and, you know it's I had to get these picks in. Yeah, so. so but
1: no, I get what you're saying. Um, I just thought cousins in particular. I think we both just whiffed on that one. Something fierce, and uh, I just think that uh, that I thought the Knicks were going to go after it and give him a bad contract, and they decided to do that with like seven other players instead. So
0: <laughs> I think we both were banking Whoops. on the bad contract for sure. That's
2: mistake. yeah. I was gonna say if I had to pick your worst guess, it was definitely him. Your best guesses? Al Horford to the
1: Sixers. We both had him to the Sixers? Yeah.
0: Whoa. I mean we're pretty good at what I mean, we yeah, do. Mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs> did you guys read sources on that or did you just guess? What I did I was I, I, I went with my gut
0: on probably the second half, but the top tier guys you'd have been hearing rumors up Yeah, that, so yeah. So I kind of just picked and choose where I thought the top guys would fit well and from what everyone else was saying, I kind of just went that way. But we didn't bet anything on it this year, did we? No, you sold us tickets. Oh, whoa, from last year? Yeah. Uh, is, there, is it to a postseason game still? I think any game. Any game? Any, any All right, game well is, then. Is fair. It's fair. I'm thinking
1: courtside, though.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right, so we're about to go, We're going to go live on Twitter. To Anybody who follows us on Twitter, I mean, you can't go live on Twitter while you're listening to this because it's going to be posted later. So what I'm going to do now for free agency topics, I'm going to click that live button. Here we go. All right, so we are now live on Twitter. The camera is completely on Hawk's face. Um, so what I'm going to do here, free agency roundup podcast, just like we did last year, I'm going to go over uh, a few bullet points here about each team's offseason. We're not going to go over each team's offseason, but we're going to go over uh, a few things like best contract, worst concept contract. We did the same exact thing last year. We're going to be doing that again for this uh, free agency period so the first question. I'm going to ask you guys here today pretty simple which team had the best offseason season? And since I have the camera on Hawk right now, I'm going to let him answer first.
0: So you just want me to go start with one, then he'll do one? Yes.
2: I think we were just supposed to have one team. Yeah, one team. I thought it was
0: three because you did three for the other one, so crap. Well,
2: you can rank it. It's fine. Yeah, okay, I so, only have one, but okay. I can go
0: as we... For my number one is the Clippers. I mean, they had to give up a lot. A lot. But I think they got Kawhi for, what, three years at least? Paul for two. They re-signed Zubok, The contracts they already have are friendly. Um, Pat Bev as well. I mean, they just they completely changed Jim Michael the team. Green. and they hell went the from contract. yes, they went from the eighth seed to the possible favorite betting favorite in Vegas now. So, I mean, it's a no-brainer for me, Clippers. And then for my second, third, I put Pelicans, Nets, Jazz, Pacers, Lakers, Grizzlies. Lakers so low because I don't really care about the Lakers. But what about you? Who'd you have?
1: Uh, I had best off season as the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, with Kawhi, obviously the Paul George trade, Patrick Beverly, who we hold in high regard, and to Michael Green, I think it's one of the best contracts that I've seen so far. He's only going to get $5 million a year. Uh, you put all that together, and uh, like you mentioned, Zubak as well. Um, th- I mean, that team is, is poised for a, a deep run in the playoffs this year. Um, off the top of my head, because I only had one, I also um, – I really liked what the Pelicans did. I thought they did a nice job of building around Zion. Uh, they also got some nice pieces in the AD trade. And there's nothing saying that... Reddick. Yeah, Reddick, He's obviously a really good shooter. He almost made my best contracts, even though he's 34 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what it came down to with the Pelicans for me is... Um, you're able to build around Zion. You put good players with him. Spacers, uh, obviously you mentioned Redick. Drew Holiday's a really good player. And you get assets like Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram has potential to be an all-star in this league. Uh, he hasn't lived up to it, but... Uh... Not very many young guys in LA have, um, and and guys like Alonzo can still play. I don't love him. I think he's a lot of hype, but he's still a decent basketball player. So I would say Clippers number one. Obviously, the Lakers have to be you know talked about a little bit um, with some of the acquisitions they made. Um,
0: the jazz. But the Pelicans,
1: Jazz, yeah, I'm still not as high on them as everybody else. They just um,
0: added two very capable. They made their team definitely yeah. better.
1: Yeah, their team got better. Um, and the Nets, you can make a case. has got to stay healthy, though. And I don't yeah. like the bogey contract. You know, is, well, is what I said uh, on the pre-free agent uh, signing podcast that we did. Um, bogey at four years. At the end of that, in year three and four, he's not going to be good. Um, and so... You're short-term now, and they also lost Favors. I mean, Favors was a decent player for them. Um, but, yeah, they're going to be fine. Jazz, look, I mean, they, they're they're better than they were last year, I think. But I, I don't think long-term they have as much to gain as maybe the Clippers and the Pelicans.
0: I think that you can make it a serious case for the Nets, too, just because they didn't have to give up near as much to get their two superstars. I mean, they just had the slots available. And so. did you hear
2: they didn't even have to do a meeting with them? I think they just offered him the contract and they signed. They didn't do
0: one meeting yeah. with the Nets. See, that, and that's kind of the thing. And that's like they didn't even do any. So they didn't even do any work. Right. <laughs> they didn't even lose anything. I think You for, can make a case for the Nets. I
1: well. think the reason why I don't have the Nets up there is twofold. One, you obviously want Durant. You want Kyrie Irving. I don't really want Kyrie Irving, but I know a lot of people like Kyrie Irving. So yeah. um, Durant's not playing this year. And then you signed that really weird contact, contract to DeAndre Jordan. Jarrett Allen is better. Yeah. Right now.
0: But I think the the consensus was you had to get I, DeAndre. Yeah, and to I and get, and I get that, but you're still team.
1: you're paying a guy now. DeAndre Jordan's not what he was even a year ago or two years ago. and Now you're going to be paying him for four years, ten million a uh, year.
0: He averaged a double double last year. Right. He definitely doesn't feel like he's thirty. He feels like he's thirty five. Yeah. But he, he, I think he's definitely got wear and tear on the body. So yeah. I agree, it's a bad contract. But yeah. If your worst contract. Is $10 million a year? I mean, buggy. that's right. what Doug McDermott makes.
1: Yeah, I know. But that's why I just didn't have them on the list quite as high. Yeah. All right, coming up next,
2: complete opposite of that, who had the worst offseason? Camera's on Jake, so
1: he'll go first. Uh, For me, uh, number one... Uh, would be the New York Knicks. It's not even close to me. I can't think of anybody else that's even quite as terrible. They missed out on every big free agent. Not only that, there were leaks that they weren't even. They didn't even offer Kevin Durant the max. Uh, they couldn't even get the meeting with Kyrie Irving. They completely fumbled it. Um, you got Stephen A. Smith screaming and shouting about him on you know national television. And just blowing up Twitter and Instagram, everything. I mean, Hilarious. they were just—they were just a drunk through the mud, and they—they they traded uh, their star player chris Sporzingis, in the middle of the season. Uh, for basically uh, junk at some tires. Drafted uh, a shitty draft. They, pick. They, oh, yeah, they, they took R.J. Barrett, who's had the worst summer I've ever seen. He's like 7 for 33. He turns the ball over at such a high rate. I mean, the Knicks are just a dumpster fire, dude. The only thing they got going for them is I think they have a heck of a coach. I think they got some They got some pieces on that team. Like, everyone's talking about, oh, they're an up-and-coming team. No, they're not. At what, what they are, they have a bunch of guys that are going to be good role players. Like, those – at the top of Mitchell Robinson's game is a good role player. Like he's not great by any means. And Maybe then, like
2: a DeAndre Jordan type for him.
1: Yeah, and it's just it's a mess. So I had the New York Knicks as my worst off season, and then I would I would say kind of coming up on the worst off seasons. Um, I really, obviously Toronto can't really do much about it, but um, losing Kawhi is never easy. <laughs> it's really nothing they did. I didn't think they made any terrible signings. They picked up Paul, or Marc Gasol, uh, they picked up that contract. He picked it up. I think it was a player option now that I think about it. But um, they basically just have like a bunch of clunky contracts now. Um, I think that they'll make some moves in the middle of the season, kind of unload and rebuild. So, uh Knicks because they suck. Raptors because Kawhi chose somebody else. But you had to put yourself in position to uh, reacquire uh, Ky- Kyrie. Sorry, Kyrie, uh, Kawhi, and uh, that's
0: just the way the cookie crumbles on that. Who'd you have, Hawk? So for me, I didn't even think about the Knicks, but that's probably the right answer. <laughs> but it's just they were terrible last year, and yeah. this year nothing happened. Like they were rumored to get all these guys, but they didn't. Mm-hmm they actually got some pieces but i mean they obviously don't have the superstar they're not going to be good at all but that's why they didn't come to my mind initially but all things considered losing out the way they operated didn't even get those meetings when they should have i mean yeah you can make that case i can see it right. but i put the suns i mean they okay. went from the worst team in the nba oh, yeah. and they signed Ricky rubio God, we didn't <laughs> want at all so i mean they, for me not that only was a no
2: 17 million a year yeah
0: so i mean I mean, one of the
1: Suns. And, and and I don't want to take your time by any means, but they also had, I think, they what, they had like the fifth or sixth pick? Or something like that. They had a relatively high pick. They were in position to get Kobe White or Darius Garland at the time, and then they kept trading back, 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 and then they take, you know, like North Carolina's like third or fourth best player. Yeah. Like, and it, it's just terrible. I don't
2: mean to steal your guys' thunder. Mitchell Brooks on here makes a good point. Charlotte Hornets' bad off season.
1: Uh, yeah, so they, there's they Canva, somebody, yeah, the they somebody Rizzi. I was, I am gonna yeah. hit on in contracts. So. so for
0: my other ones to wrap it up, definitely the Hornets, Rockets, because I mean the Rockets didn't do anything. They added Stanley Johnson, and they, I mean, all the teams in the West have gotten better or at least more spread out evenly, and they're the same. They're just running it back. Who knows? We'll see. And then the Timberwolves and Knicks. So yeah, those were the teams that wrapped out my worst off season, but Suns for me. All right, up next, we're going to do best and worst contracts. So three of each. So let's just
2: start best contracts. You guys go back and forth like a snake draft. Yeah, sure. let do that. So one and one or one and two, yeah. one, whatever. I have just said, do it however. Just yeah. alternate. So, so Hawk up, will start. But,
1: uh, before we start this, Hawk, do you, I I did not put anybody like obviously I didn't put Kawhi. Any max contracts. Okay, no max contracts. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, your they don't want
2: that. All right, I'd argue that Chris Middleton should be on that list. For, for best or worst.
0: worst. Uh, he was the best player. I know Jamal Murray, I think yeah. you can make that case. Yeah. All right, so for me, my number one's Jeremy Lamb. Three okay. for 31 and a half. He basically takes over what Tyreek was supposed to get around that range, and hopefully he's the better player. All things considered, he was really not suited to be the number two last year, but when he was asked to be on a bad team, he had a career year scoring. In my eyes, this is where you saved money to get Brogdon. You didn't bring back Dad and Bojan. So, like, that was – to me, at the end of the day, he's going to be, what, our sixth man?
1: Probably, when it when it comes down to when Probably. it. Probably. And if day.
0: Jeremy Lamb is, you know, let's see, if he's averaging 15 off the bench, I think for $10 million a year, that's yeah. perfect. So that's that's just me, and it took a little bias. But as, I just looked across. There's a lot of kind of contracts I thought were reasonable in that range. For me, that one just great. hit home. That's fair. Jeremy Lamb, definitely on my list. Um, I'm going to go with a guy
1: who I, I've i been beating his drum, uh, Jermichael Green, two years, $10 million, $5 million a year. Uh, he's a guy that just plays so hard. He's, he's a real power forward. He's an old-school power forward. He would have been perfect for the Pacers. Uh, you're only paying him five million dollars a year, uh, and they—I mean—the Clippers need guys like him. Him and Patrick Beverly—they're going to be banging people around. Montrez Harrell—they're going to be keeping their superstars clean. So Michael Green does a lot. He has a—he uh, has more to give in terms of potential. I just thought at two years, ten million dollars, uh, he's going to the Clippers. Great opportunity to contribute. I think he'll probably end up starting at some point. Um and uh, he just it just made a ton of sense. I really wish the Pacers would have been in that market. Hopefully they were, and he just picked the Clippers. It makes me feel a little bit better tonight. But I'll say Jemichael Green uh, Lamb would have been my number one pick though. So
0: okay, who you got? Who you got next?
1: Oh, there's this little snake, snake draft. draft. Um, I really like what the Warriors did with uh, Kevon Looney as What's well. That's my number two. Um, so uh, Looney at three years, fifteen million. Obviously, that's five million per year, and that's what those. Uh, You know he's maybe more of a slash four, but um, these power forward the power forward market is five million a year. There's just it's five million. That's what that's what it is. And so Kevon Looney, who is huge to the Warriors, uh, Steph. Uh, Steve Kerr, uh, Klay Thompson have all talked about how it was a priority to get this guy back. They got him back at $5 million a year uh, and got him to sign a three-year deal instead of the two that Jermichael Green got. Uh, I thought that was a great contract overall. And These are just piece guys. These are pieces, and we think that these guys could make the difference for some of these playoff teams.
0: So my two is the exact same for everything you just said, so I'm just going to go into my number three. J.J. Redick, Pelicans, 226.5. We said this last week, a good fit anywhere, but another veteran, a good good locker room guy. They have tons of young guys. I mean, him and Drew Holiday. I mean, with one it might not work, you know, a veteran, but if you got two guys, you know, just showing you every day how to show up. Guys who've proven themselves in this league. Huge for those young guys, and, I mean, he's definitely older, but I think if they had the money to spend a little bit for so many young yep. contracts, to me it's a good fit. He will be my number
1: three.
0: Okay, I think it's Snake, so you go again. Okay, so Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Okay. Two is the same, but I'll do another one. Okay. Wes Matthews Bucks minimum. Not yeah. Wes Matthews got the minimum on the Bucks. And for what he does defensively and if he has a good shooting year, I mean he's a I mean he's a one dimensional player, three and D. He's that yeah. standard. He came, every time he drove to the basket it was like the most awkward thing ever. He's a good free throw shooter. I mean, for the minimum, yep. you can slide him on any team <laughs> right. and be effective. Absolutely. Um, so
1: then, my my third one to wrap that up, I'm gonna go with Ed Davis. If you notice the theme with me? It's power forwards. And He's I keep saying my list 5, million, well. five million, five million, five million. Ed Davis, two year deal worth ten million dollars. I think Jamichael Green's better than him. Ed Davis signed the contract a little bit earlier. I actually think Ed Davis actually set the market for power forwards in that kind of backup four role, maybe a starter for some teams. But Ed Davis brings a lot of rebounding, uh, very active around the boards. He doesn't need. To take even one shot uh, to be at his best, which is awesome, um, and I just really like that at Davis deal. And part of it for me was I was watching that power forward market super intensely, thinking the Pacers were going to be in on one of those guys because conventional wisdom would tell you they should be. Um, that has not come to fruition yet, um, and we'll talk about that. I think a little bit more on players that are you know still free agents that you know we could go mm-hmm. after. But uh, so, mine Jamichael Green, uh, Kevon Looney, and uh, Ed Davis. And you had Jeremy Lamb...
0: Jeremy Lamb, Kevon Looney, J.J. Reddick. Okay. But you could right. switch okay. oh, our duplicate for Wes right. Matthews. Right.
1: I like it. All right.
2: Let's move on to worst contracts. Give me your three worst contracts of the off season. We'll start with
1: Jake. A little snake draft, same thing? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity uh, to bash Bobby Portis. Okay. Uh, Bobby Portis <laughs> goes to the Knicks. Uh, he's probably their third or fourth power forward. Um And two years, $31.5 million, just horrendous. Uh, he has not lived up to that whatsoever. Um, he's a piece. He can score off the bench, but you're paying him almost $16 million a year. Like, why? Like, I can't think of another team that would have given up that contract. The team that said, no, we don't want to give uh, Kevin Durant the max, um, they're saying we want to give... You know, Bobby Portis, sixty million. It makes no sense. And they then they sent like four power forwards, so it definitely didn't make sense. Uh, so Bobby Portis for me, my number one worst contract.
0: Okay, no, so my that Bobby Portis is my three, but I'm gonna switch my order up a little oh. bit just because so, I think you might steal some more of mine. Yeah. So number one for me, and this might be a typo. But I saw Corey Joseph got three thirty seven from the Kings. Yes, that's real. That's the worst contract in the history of the NBA. Yeah, I had him on I mean, for what he did last year, if we got six points out of him, and every time I, he shot, we cringed. he became a, a. I'd rather have Thad Young shoot a three late last year than Corey mm-hmm. Joseph. Am I insane for this? I mean, no. three thirty seven, and for what? I mean, for what the Kings have done. I mean, they've made some decent moves, but that and Harrison Barnes this offseason, season, to me, they took a step back. So. That's gotta be that's for me, it's a no-brainer. For my second one, I'm going Edmund Summer. Three years, (laughs) $6.5 (whencus) million. I mean, let's be honest. We just wasted $6.5 ( snowflake) million. If this dude ever averages 10 points, if he let's say if he ever gets 15 points in an NBA game, I'll get a Sumner ass tat. Like that'll never happen. Like,
2: I'm (laughs) so convinced. If he ever gets 15 points in a game. So he just has to score 15 points, not in an NBA
0: game, yes. We need to check that see if he has scored 15. Well, it, From now on, he'll never do it. <laughs> so that's my second worst contract in the NBA. All right, guys, hold
2: that to it. Hold him to that. Write it down. Today is what, July 9th. Yes. Write it down. Hawk said he will get an ass ass hat of Sumner of just... Sumner if he gets just 15 points in a game. He doesn't have to average 15 points. He just has to get. <laughs> yeah. he will never have it. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs>
1: so you're up next. All right. Okay, you. I uh, made me nervous here because you mentioned. One of the worst contracts Um, You went with teammate Corey Joseph I'm going with Harrison Barnes Four years, eighty-five million for what? Yeah, he's he's like uh, he's a worst version of Andrew Wiggins to me, Mm -hmm. and that's saying something. Um, And so Harrison Barnes, one, two, three says maybe he'll get fifteen points for the whole season. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love it, Uh, Harrison Barnes for me though. uh, You're paying this guy over twenty million a year. I don't see it, and he's just he gets paid like all the time. Like this is like his second big paycheck. I don't see it. Uh, He doesn't incite fear whenever we play him on the Pacers. And I haven't watched as much of him. I watched a little bit more... Uh, when he was uh, on the Warriors, but um, he just, like, this is just a terrible contract, so. Um, and then the one I'm going to use uh, to kind of mop this up, Reggie Bullock, two years, $21 million, which although. Which they're reworking. Which they're re- reworking. Give, so him it could be give him more? Give more? I was reading
2: worse. stuff online about that, yep. and I don't know what to believe. They said he's out of shape now or something. They're worried about his fitness. Like, no, he And sucks. then I read something about he gained 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like I don't blame the man I mean uh, well so this could be wrong um so reggie Bull like two years 21 million we are paying we are basically paying just like a little bit more less than a million dollars a year more for Jeremy lamb who's just a ten times better basketball player, so I think that Reggie Bullock contract, and then so I'm going to earmark that. If you, do you mind if I earmark it? Go ahead, earmark
0: I, the hell out yeah of it. So
1: can I mention? Do you have him?
0: No. I okay. So
1: uh, just in case the Reggie Bullock deal gets reworked, I don't want to. You know, somebody say, oh, he only made whatever sixteen million. Uh, I'm going to mention Taj Gibson, same team, another power forward for the Knicks, two years, twenty million. He's he is worse than Jamichael Green. I would rather yeah. have Cabon Looney. Ed Davis is pretty much what you're getting out of Todd Gibson, and you're paying him an extra $5 million a year when you already paid Bobby Ford a $16 million a year. And by the way, your big contract was Julius Randle. They all play the same position. What is going on, New York Knicks? Hence why you had the worst offseason. Sorry, Hawk, go ahead. And Reggie Bullock's on the Knicks, too. It's just it's, just, it's bad. Knicks, you suck.
0: We can't get through a list without having Ricky Rubio. So he's going to be my number three. Uh, three for 51. That's pretty much... We've pretty much beat this dead yeah. horse. But you suck, Ricky! Ricky sucks. Other on my list, uh, I had Rozier. Yes. I mean, we'll see. I think it's definitely a bad right now. But yeah. could they live up... Could he live up to yeah. it? Potentially. And then Trevor Ariza, and I also had Bobby Portis. What about so.
1: George Hill making 10 mil a year?
0: Yeah, that's pretty... uh that's pretty bad. I think he's more of like a seven or eight. And then Vucevic for me, four years, hundred million
1: dollars. That so one's – but he was prone. an all star. Yeah, in one year, he's really injury prone, and the ma- magic. Where else going would he have gone? Nowhere.
0: Oh uh, know. I mean, good for no, good for Vucevic. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I'm trying to think where else he would have gone if they wouldn't have paid him that. Uh,
2: Lakers could have went to Sacramento. Maybe they play. I would have said Dwayne Deadman had a bad contract.
1: Yeah, yeah. he did too. Three years,
2: forty one million. I think. That's, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's pretty damn there. bad. That's well, he there. was on. That's the Sacramento Kings guy. Yeah, yep. Again, right And I could have right. seen Vucevic going
2: there.
0: So the Kings definitely are him. in the discussion for a bad off season. Yes. But yes. All right, so that ends that. I think. Yep, you guys have. Each done that? Yep. All right.
2: I'm going to end the live
0: video. Thanks for
2: joining us, guys. We're going to keep going here. Maybe we'll jump back on there later. Uh, Moving on. Next question. Which free agents, or just free agent, are you surprised hasn't signed with a team yet? We're probably going to have
0: very similar lists. Yeah. How many do you have? Last Um, year at this time. We got like
2: six. So we recorded our podcast last year at like the end of July. Uh... Marcus Smart and Capella had not signed yet. Wow. There's no big names out there like
0: that. No. 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 Um, I think we will have some more lists. I'm just going to go down my list and we'll talk about Kelly Oubre, Chick Diallo, Jamal Crawford, Lance Stevenson, Justin Holiday, and then I threw in Mello, which I don't ever think will I be I threw in Mello, too. I just put him on there. I also had
1: Trey Lyles and Kenneth Freed. Yep. Again, I just keep
0: mentioning power forwards, yep. but
1: um, very surprised they haven't signed, and I would say now they're probably in the market for less than five million mil a year. So, I so mean, I mean, maybe the Pacers are just waiting on that number to dwindle down to about two and a half mil or so and, and jump all over it. So, yeah, my number one's Kelly Oubre. Um I think he's a decent basketball player, but it almost feels like a, he wants not auto Porter money, but like it's kind of ridiculous, and no one's going to give him that poison pill contract because he's a restricted free agent. So
2: that brings me to this question for you guys: completely off topic, would you rather have as your backup power forward, Carmelo Anthony or TJ Leaf?
0: Uh, I don't know. What do you? You got to answer this one first. Uh, I think I'd rather have. It's gotta be Mellow, but, like, I, I don't I think want, I'd I rather have Mellow. Like, why, though? But, like, I, it's just a way. Just,
1: he's a veteran. Um, people seem to like him. He's never really been successful in the NBA, per se, with, with record-wise or anything. But, I'm just, I'm so low on TJ Leaf. I mean, at least with Melo, you know you're gonna get scoring. You can take him out. He's stay out of shape. He's gonna stay Mellow. And, uh,. I don't know. I, I just He's going to just chuck up shots. That's yeah. fine. Being the second unit chuck up shots. You and Jeremy Lamb can go at it.
0: Where's Lance going?
1: I don't know if he's going
0: anywhere, man. What do you think, overseas? He might be going to
2: China. Interesting thing I saw. Oladipo does a YouTube series. And he talked about the funniest teammate he's ever played with. He said Lance Stevenson. And he said, I would love to play with him again at some point in my career.
0: In China? <laughs> <laughs> I, do you think uh, do you think there's any chance Lance comes back?
2: For the podcast, it would be great if Lance came
1: back.
0: Oh, Yes. Yeah. We'd be back on brand. <laughs> yeah,
1: would. Uh, but no, I don't see him. Any chance. Uh, any chance? Yeah. So in what world? Yeah. Just we just In this it? world. Just you to do know, it for the hell of it? it. Yeah, give him the minimum and uh, there's a reason Chris said this. I don't want to steal Chris's idea. Chris mentioned this in the uh, in group chat this morning. I woke up to it. Uh, TJ, There's a reason TJ McConnell hasn't signed. I think we're working on other contracts, maybe a trade or something, uh, because McConnell's going to come in just above the veteran minimum, it looks like. Uh, So you you add him in last, and then you can go over the salary cap just a little bit. But there's a reason that deal hasn't been signed. So uh, our loyal listeners, you're getting kind of a nice little source bit of information there. But there's definitely a reason McConnell has not signed.
0: Working on a huge deal. (laughs) Working on a huge
1: deal. I did, um, while we're on this, though, I did, uh, did anybody see the report that the Celtics are going after Sabonis slash Miles Turner in a trade?
0: They have what they're pick next, Memphis's pick next year, something they're using to it's try to
1: try it's like Memphis's pick next year and young guys is quote was the quote young guys. I don't know who they would have. I'm guessing they wouldn't give up Jalen Brown, but he'd be a guy I'd definitely be interested <laughs> yeah, in. And what else do they have,
2: young besides him and Tatum? They wouldn't give up Tatum. Uh,
1: that's a great question. I have really the got three Robert rookies Rocker. they draft. Oh, yeah, they got Lankford and Carson. Lankford and Carson I mean, Carson, to Graham me, Williams. I'd rather really have Carson Edwards and Rafael Lankford. I mean, Carson's looked They great. got that center. That's Robert Williams, I think. Uh, Robert, yeah, Robert Williams. Yeah, Robert Williams. I don't know. See, to me, I'd have to. J, if you give me Jalen Brown and Daniel the Memphis ties. pick. The Memphis pick, I don't know what the protections are, but that is sexy.
0: That, I mean, what. This, the way the the lottery if they miss the playoffs, we have a chance of the number one pick. But they're know, also like, crazy. Is a report
2: that? that the Pacers are going to work on, start working on Sabonis' extension. Yeah, yeah. There's so a just, lot.
1: There's <sighs> a lot going on. I don't know. There is. Um, but if you could give me Jalen Brown, and I mean the Memphis even if you, for you Sabonis. pay
2: Sabonis. Okay, so if you extend Sabonis, you're going to pay him probably exactly what Miles Turner got. Mm. Um, you're not going to pay him more because that would make Miles look bad, and you're not going to pay him less because that would make Domas look bad. So I'd say it would be right in that ballpark. And just because you extend him doesn't mean that you can't do something if they don't work out together. You could trade one of them still.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. So uh, to me,
0: I, I just – I think
2: – And I think that would make salaries match up easier if you're trying to go for a deal. Maybe get
0: a – Decent player. Out of it. I, he'd be, have more trade value if you uh, signed him. Mm-hmm.
1: I've said it before. I'll say it again. You don't win in the NBA with big guys. You just don't. You don't win in the NBA with big guys. You win with wings. Um, and so I'm a little apprehensive about.
2: I love both that. of them.
1: Well, I love them. Yeah, we I love both, both yeah, of them. Like yeah. them. And I hope. I hope they both work
2: out together. That would be great. They're two of my favorite players. I that would hope. Be nice. In the starting lineup, they both play well together. That's ideally the dream, right? So. Mm-hmm. I think what the idea behind this is you extend them, and then maybe if, you know, because let's be honest, this next year, up to the point when Victor comes back, it's a trial run. Yeah. I mean, for and sure. And so that's why they're comfortable doing this change right now, because it's the time to do it. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, no. anyways, I think we got off topic there a little bit. Yeah, we'll...
2: I mean, that's going to be, a... we're going to talk about that plenty yeah. before the season and during it. So.
1: Yeah. All right, next.
2: This one's a little fun one. Who do you think is the most realistic Pacers free agent target in 2020? Can't be a max player; they're not going to have the money to do it. So, yeah. Last year, I want to go over who you guys predicted. <laughs> I went back and listened. Last year, Hawk predicted Jimmy
0: Butler, <laughs> and yep. Jake said Klay Thompson. Still City. a chance. Yeah, both you got max
1: deals, but you know, whatever.
0: I mean, we obviously were reaching and getting over. This year, it, I didn't so. reach as much. Yeah, I honestly. Are you looking? At I have all? not looked at all. So I'm looking go, at it. and I just I forgot about it. this. One. I saw this on
2: Twitter. I don't know who posted it. It was a picture, you know, uh, the mountain and uh, the hound when they're fighting that duel where the the hound's in Game of Thrones. He's yeah. all the way mm-hmm. at the bottom of the steps. That shot, and they're like, uh, if Russell Westbrook, we're going to talk about it later, he gets straight into the Heat and they go on a five-game losing streak. <laughs> Russell Westbrook versus Jimmy Butler in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh,
1: yeah. uh, that. Yeah. But anyway, I'll jump it, in. Who do you think the so most realistic? I'll just jump in. Uh, I said Eric Gordon. Uh, I, think mm, he's, I like it. Yeah, relatively uh, open uh, to coming back to Indiana. And uh, probably could take less money Could take it. less money. and We're not going to be able to get big money. And then uh, the second guy I kind of mentioned, power forward option just in case. I just don't think Sabonis and Turner are going to work as, as well as everybody else. So I just said a lower end guy like a Serge Ibaka type. Mm. Who's not a big name. Uh, he's probably a top maybe 20 guy available. He's not what he used to be, and I don't think he is. But I almost said Paul Millsap. He was a guy I was interested in as well. But um, I do think you can use Eric Gordon and Jeremy Lamb in that second unit together. That is really Yeah, sexy. I like
0: the Eric Gordon. For me, I'm going to go Millsap. He'll oh, be 35. But his, he'll be coming off making like was he making this year, like 30-something? 30 30000000 yeah. That's outrageous. Yeah. He's going to get way less. So yeah. <laughs> going with that power forward spot. A guy like Saric, more realistic. So that's all I really got. What other positions would be of need, do you think? Because I'm looking at these right now. If you uh, had to guess what I other positions. I think maybe
1: uh, center. And I'm being serious on that, too. Um, because well, if Goga doesn't work out, I have a hard time. We're not going to be looking for a point guard unless Holiday Really screws the bed, but we yeah. saw McConnell. Um, you could always use shooting, which is why I said Eric Gordon. Um, you got to think forward what forward.
0: the K- all this money the Kings have used. Bogdan Bogdanovic is gonna be back. Oh, so you know, know maybe, maybe hit another McDonald's? damn music. I like it, but, but yeah. So yeah. Drummond, it's next year's up. Where do you think he'll go? Uh, he's
1: probably gonna stay in Detroit. I would not pay Drummond. He's he's like a max player right now. Yeah, something stupid like he that. He will not get. He will not get over twenty million. If your team
0: is paying no up for
1: a center, you you can't win.
0: Yeah, the same so time I
1: would trade Joel Embiid. He's. He, it's just yeah.
0: The top free agents next year: Anthony Davis. He obviously won't be. Ben Simmons probably won't be. Siakam probably won't be. Nope. Draymond probably not, and then you go to Ingram, Jalen Brown, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, Otto Porter Jr., Buddy Hield, Gallinari, Drummond, Heald. Drogic, Gordon Hayward, Karis LeVert, but then Bogdan. Really light class next year. Very light class compared to this year, so it's not definitely not as exciting. Yeah, I agree. But All there's right. always madness that ensues.
2: All right, last one here. Unless you guys got more thoughts on that? No. Uh, and we're gonna change these. Obviously, we do a uh, NBA fin- or NBA finals, NBA season preview. Uh, come October, right before the season starts. So as it sits today, and obviously things can change, you know, like Russell Westbrook going to a different team. Um, I want you to give me your early, very early predictions on Eastern and Western Conference standings. Just go through them real quick on both sides, and we can talk about it. All right. So gonna, Hawk,
0: you go ahead if you want. You are, are We go west. I say we just start west, and we just go Sounds one good. seed back and forth, two okay. seed back and forth. I like it. One seed West Clippers. Clippers. Yeah,
1: yeah. Obviously, we're we're in the same boat. They play defense, they and at the, the end, score. recap them all like yep. down yep. the line. So, because I'm not gonna remember all. Yeah, two
0: seed Nuggets. Nuggets. Is that what got
1: you got? the Nuggets. Yeah. Three, three seed Lakers. I don't. I have the Jazz in okay, front of me. Okay. Jazz Lakers. seed
0: is four. So we have this flip for the Lakers. I mean, obviously, they're gonna be good. Yeah. They're gonna make the playoffs this year. I could see them not being in I that see home some court. Chemistry I could definitely see them being a five or six slipping right. lower. But for me. Just whatever, yep. Lakers, Jazz, and then for me we're at what the five yep. Warriors. Okay, what do you got? I have
1: I have the Rockets.
0: Okay, for me six seed I got the Spurs.
1: And I have the Blazers.
0: And then I have the Rockets Blazers.
1: And then I have Warrior Spurs. Warrior so we Spurs. have the same eight, just a little yeah. different order. And then my, and my first this is out is going to be really
0: tight. super be tight. tight. My first out I got the Mavericks. Okay. I think they're going to be much better. And then Pelicans, and I put the Kings. But, yeah. you know, who knows? I those know teams you're a your big Kings guy. Those teams don't. are just going to have so – playing those – all eight teams in front of them are like yeah. substantially better. Right. No, I agree. So I like, agree. Th- they're gonna have that, to play those teams is, every night. I so. almost
1: think the West is set. I think Dallas would be my my other choice. Yeah. And maybe the Thunder if they keep Russell Westbrook. Maybe. So uh, who can you give your eight again? Clippers,
0: yeah. Nuggets, Lakers, Jazz, Warriors, Spurs, Rockets, Blazers.
1: Good. I think. I Sorry, I did go Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Lakers, Rockets, Blazers, Warriors, Spurs. Uh, I just think the Lakers could run into some issues. They're going to rest guys like Anthony Davis and LeBron too, so they don't care. About I think you guys are underrating the Blazers here. Well, I mean, not saying they're better than any of those teams, but somehow they
2: always finish with like a three or four
1: team. No, and yeah. I think, and I love the Blazers. Damien Lillard is one of my favorite players in the NBA. I just think the Rockets. I mean, they're just going to be what they are. They're going to be another solid team. So I have the Rockets in front of the Blazers, and I think the Warriors will splutter a little bit, but they'll figure it out and they'll be okay too.
0: Yeah, and at all, I mean, I think Clay the type of guy he'll definitely yeah. play he'll next be year.
1: Yeah, he'll football. be, he'll be good.
0: So I mean, the Trailblazers—they could be anywhere from three to, and I have them at eight. And and so what just never know. teams do
2: you guys have missing? Dallas? Dallas. Dallas, Pelicans, Kings. Kings
0: are from, yeah, both yeah. Those two.
2: yeah, those three I can definitely see. And then after
0: that, it's pretty Orleans Norley's just way too young. Suns.
2: <laughs> but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Pelicans
1: got like the seed. I you know, wouldn't be shocked.
0: Wouldn't okay. be shocked, but I mean, you're what leaving compl- out Spurs... I mean, the Blazers, I mean, who are you leaving out? Like, There's going to be it's, somebody. I think
1: there are seven teams that are for sure in. I think the Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Lakers, Rockets, Blazers, and Warriors are in. I think yeah. it's all for one spot. I think the Spurs. I'm not going to count out Greg Popovich. you kidding me. No,
0: and I mean, they were high on Murray last year. They'll and probably they have a Russell Westbrook. Lonnie Walker was, he's blowing up in the Summer League. So, I mean, yeah. it seems and like. And yeah, Derek White. Yeah, Derek White. So they're definitely deep. I would trade,
1: okay, ring, 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 calling the nut Thunder. Hey, you take on DeMar DeRozan, uh, we'll throw you a first-round pick, and Derek White, you throw over Russell Westbrook. And now you have Russell Westbrook
0: Would that make him substantially better?
1: Well, I think Westbrook's better than DeMar DeRozan.
0: Yeah, I think he is too, but like, does that make their team substantially I mean, why would they do that necessarily?
1: I Because I think you're not going to re-sign DeMar DeRozan. I think Derek White will get outplayed by Lonnie, and obviously I think Westbrook's a better point guard than Derek White. That first-round pick's going to mean – a hill of beans. Yeah. Protect the shit out of it. So you'd have Russell Westbrook, uh, Lonnie Walker, uh, Rudy Gay, uh, Marcus Aldridge, and then...
0: I guess it would just come down to what other offers, what other teams... I mean, the Rockets have been rumored, the Pistons... Rockets, really, unless they're
1: going to give up Capella, Yeah. or... And no one wants Paul, or Chris Paul. No. So... If you're going to give a Capella fine, but then you're going to have Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul and James Harden all playing together, they all need the ball in their hands. It wouldn't
0: work. And then Miami. What would Miami's offer? Like um,
1: there? You're probably thinking Goran Dragic, uh, Justice Winslow would probably be the best player in that deal. And maybe you can't really trade picks, so you just trade all your picks for Butler. So that's why I think San Antonio could swoop in and say, hey, yeah. this is my swamp.
0: We'll do what we got to do. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Are we going to the East now? Go to the East. All right. You start. Uh, number one seed the Milwaukee Bucks. Same. Uh, number
1: two seed the 76ers. Same. Number three seed the Indiana Pacers. Same.
0: Four seed Celtics. I got the Nets. I just think when okay. I think Durant will come back after the All Star game, or we—I mean, no, he's probably going to miss most of the season. Actually, yeah, yeah I don't think, think he's going to. But I just yeah. think with Levert, Denwitty, Kyrie, yeah. you know, Jordan for whatever he is, I think Jared they got a starting five: Jared Allen. I think they got guys that could potentially get them that four seed, but I yeah. definitely can see. So you have the Celtics under the Pacers.
1: Yeah, I have the Celtics. So that's as the pretty four. Much I job. have the Nets as the five. Yeah. Uh, you have as the five.
0: Five. I got the Celtics. Yeah, okay, so, so, we, so we just
1: flip flop those. Uh, my six, I put the Heat. Same. I put the Heat. I also put the Heat. <laughs> um, and that's a uh, possible. Russell Westbrook. Even if not, I could see them being
0: okay with Jay but. Yeah, I mean Butt. that bottom after the Celtics. I mean, the Heat with Jay Butt, they could be in that kind of tier, yeah. but I think it's definitely a little drop. I would love to get to the
1: two seed as a Pacer fan. It would be nice. It would be great. But, I mean, the
0: Philadelphia yeah. and the Bucs, they're both kind of wagons right now. Seven, the Detroit Pistons. Okay, I got the Raptors, and I got the Pistons at eight. Okay,
1: and I have the Raptors at eight. So I think we have the Siakam will be okay.
0: My first out, I got the Hawks. Ooh. I think they're going to be much improved uh, just all around. Bulls, and then Wizards, you never know. They got be at least. I don't think they're going to be good, but... They're in that mix of the couple first couple out. I put
1: – I would say I would have the Hawks as the next out. Yeah.
0: So we'll see what happens. But but I think uh, the East I mean, – What I mean, Dwight
1: Howard signs could be huge.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's so we finish. only – we got the 4-5 switch and the 8-9 switch. Yeah. We pretty much got the same. Yeah, so I, the East is obviously a little bit easier to predict in the West,
2: I would say. For so. sure. All right. That's going to wrap up our free agency roundup. Uh, obviously, there's still some stuff that's going to change, so uh, maybe we'll come back and address some of these again uh, if some more substantial stuff plays out. And you just made a gasping noise. Sorry.
1: I was. What were you doing? What did you think happened? Tell us. He thought the Pacers won. I thought the Pacers won. I can very much tell you they're not. They They only lost by 20 today. I thought it was going to be closer to 50. Sorry. All right. So that's going to wrap
2: that up. Next up, we're going on to a fun little segment we played last summer that we did not bring back, but we're going to start bringing it back here. Guess that tweeter. So I'm going to read some (laughs) tweets and you guys get a guess. Perfect. So we'll be right back after this.
0: In the Indiana town had a good-looking, good-looking
1: mom She never was around But
2: she grew up tall And she grew up right With them Indiana boys On the Indiana night Alrighty. Now a little fun <laughs> segment that we like. We're back on Twitter Live as we are recording this. We're playing Guess That Tweeter. So for those of you that are joining in right now, all two of you... Let's go, baby. Hopefully it grows. What we're going to do is I'm going to read off some tweets here. I have seven tweets. And then so what I want you guys to do is guess which Pacers player tweeted that tweet.
0: Oh, who doesn't have a Twitter? Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon doesn't. Who's active on Twitter? Miles, Victor. All right, just go ahead and start. Yes. All right, trying. so
2: if you are with us right now, just type it in on the uh, comments down there below who you think tweeted this. So first tweet. I don't have the dates here, so I just have the tweet. So don't ask me. So this could started. be from forever ago? Yes. Oh. shit. First tweet. Okay. Goku comma trunks, no space.
0: <laughs> we got a Dragon Ball Z fan. Goku comma trunks. That seems like it's kinda of like a nerdy thing that uh, whose guesses? Do we both guess? Yeah, go ahead. Miles so, Turner. I was gonna say Miles Turner as well.
1: Is that your final answer? It's Should we mix it up? Uh, it's my final answer.
0: I mean, we are we a team battling? Or are we? You is guys it together. Okay, okay, so oh, well. so then we should spread out our guesses <laughs> together, right? You're gonna guess. You guess Miles. I'll guess. You guys
2: have to come together with a oh. final answer. Okay, okay, then Miles. Miles. The correct answer. TJ Warren did
0: oh. that.
2: Okay. okay. All right. Goku
0: Trunks. Okay. No spaces. Don't know what it means. Goku's a character in Dragon Ball Z and Trunks is a character. So there's Trunks really no is content. a character? Yeah, they're both characters. Okay. I, I didn't I'm, know that. I'm not a Dragon Ball Z. I've watched like guy. three episodes ever, but all I knew right. that.
1: Gosh, I hate that.
2: Uh, DeWan says you look like Clark Kent. <laughs> Dang. Is that Dang, Dewan! I appreciate it. <laughs> Alright. Swagging your boy up. Thank you. Next tweet. Uh, the first part of this is an all cats. I don't have a Facebook. Spread the
0: word.
1: Hmm. It's a guy who's really against.
0: Guys. I wish I had. A, I wish you had the years because that might help a little bit. And the Facebook, there's a space
2: in between that. So, so. Let's, let's and see on the first part, there's so in total, there's like twelve exclamation points, like he's pissed.
0: I don't have a face. It's, I think it's somebody new. It, it seems like Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, it's either Jeremy <laughs> Lamb or. Uh. Either Jeremy Lamb or TJ Lee. So I was thinking maybe Chris... Wait, hold on. Can I check who's got a Facebook right now? I was thinking Chris wouldn't put two guys, two new guys at the back. I think maybe he thought he was just going to start with the new guys and then go into old guys. But he might be throwing us for a curveball. (laughs) So
2: who's your final answer?
0: We'll say Jeremy Lamb.
1: That's fine.
2: Jeremy Jeremy Lamb? Lamb, You guys are correct. Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. Next tweet... Friggin' Scobie.
0: Friggin' Scobie? Okay, Josh Friggin Scobie. Scobie. It was Andy after Jackson, Josh Scobie. Though. Oh, I was going to say my dog's name Scoby. Scobie. Did I tweet that? It, you know <laughs> what? When Scobie was the kicker... Who's from Florida? You no, know but I,
1: maybe the opposite. Maybe he was kicking against the Colts. And maybe he hit a long... Didn't he hit a long kick that one time? Didn't he hit like a 54-yarder once against the Colts to win?
0: yeah. So this but could who, be, who's could a Colts be, fan? Could be who's someone that's back? had to have been on the team for a while, or was an Indiana Hoosier. That's true. That's a good point. Let's guess that. I I'm just I, I don't mean who else? We can think of this. It could, Turner might have been. Do there I need for to read okay. the tweet again? Language
2: language. Friggin's oh yeah, case. because
1: oh no, he's a Dallas Cowboy fan. Freaking, Fr-
2: said, friggin', friggin'. F R I F-R-I-G-G-I G G I and Friggin' Scoby. I mean uh, old Depot's our best guess. Okay, though. we'll go Old Depot. The correct answer is TJ McConnell. He's oh. a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Oh, oh man. It. Now we, were, we were on the, on the right track though. We, we were on the right track. He's not even a pacer yet, right? Oh yeah, he's not a pacer. Well, whatever. <laughs> Alright, next one. I think I could eat salmon and rice for every meal. Guy likes a diet.
0: Salmon and rice. Salmon
2: and rice every meal. Oh
0: man! Diet. Uh, Tomo- does Domas tweet much? I feel like that's, He probably tweets in a different language. I mean, I would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I figure that Domas might like. I feel like so we haven't. There hasn't. If been a there terror. was a tweet that said basically like, "Hey, just smoked a quick one." One person on Twitter Live has guessed it correct so far.
0: Okay, so we haven't guessed Turner or Oladipo yet, and I think we like have guessed Oladipo. Oh, but and unfortunately, right. it
2: was Jake's brother. He's, My,
0: he guessed it right. Who would your brother guess? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Miles Turner, maybe. I think. It, I think his, some of his answers are going to be Turner Oladipo, and we haven't been asked one of those yet. Yeah. I think Turner's a good guess. Okay, we'll go Turner. The Tur- correct answer is T.J. Leaf.
1: Ugh. Why would Connor guess T.J. Lee? That's his favorite player. Uh, well, it says a lot about him. All right. I don't like this game. So you guys are
2: <laughs> one for four. Well, sort so, of. We're <laughs> one for three on Pacer players. Yes.
1: <laughs> All
2: right. Next up. How do you lose 15 out of 23 bags in a group at United? How?
0: Are coaches off-limits on this? There's no coaches. Who's carrying 23 bags? (laughs) Somebody that's got a lot of money? This could be a Doug McDermott.
1: He's He's moved to several cities. It's Doug McDermott.
0: I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, there's no repeats. We haven't guessed Doug McDermott.
1: Yeah, so that means that is coming up. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> so okay. that, that's not, it's that not right. the Victor. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby! <laughs> um, oh shit!
0: Um, taki mushrooms, by the way. Um, and there's no, there's no repeats. So we've guessed McConnell's been one, Warren's been one, Lamb hasn't been one. T.J. Leaf has. Wait, Lamb didn't. We guessed Lamb, but it wasn't. Oh, we got. Is that the one we got right? Yeah, you got Lamb we got, right. Yeah, got right, Lamb right. Oh man. You want me to read the tweet again? Yes. yes. How do you
2: lose 15 out of 23 bags in a group at United? How? A
1: group. So this is somebody that travels with people. It's got to be Doug McDermott. I don't think so because Chris made the Doug McDermott's no, yeah, coming
0: yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be Turner Oladipo then, right?
1: Is Oladipo a guy that complains? We guess Miles Turner for like everything. Else. I know. He's got to be one of them, right? This one's going to be Turner.
0: Okay, it's Turner.
1: True.
2: The correct answer is... <laughs> Edmund Sumner. God, dude, he can't afford 23. Well, now he can. Edmund Sumner is the correct answer. So you guys are one for five. One for. Next up, IDK. Oh. <laughs> Why people lie to your face? LOL. I just don't get it.
1: Oh, man, this seems like something whiny ass McBuckets would say. Yeah, does Goga have Twitter? <laughs> uh, I don't think so.
0: McBuckets.
1: McBuckets.
2: The correct answer, Aaron Holiday. So uh, McBuckets is my little last McBuckets. <laughs> so we got two right. We got two right. What was the last tweet? The last tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Nanny.
0: <laughs> yeah, Doug <that'd be> <laughs> McDermott. Yeah, that's 100%. That one God. is Doug McDermott. So the only, only other one
2: it could have been was TJ Leaf. Yeah. <laughs> two for seven. Okay. On, I uh, guess, that tweet. Any surprises there?
1: I feel like a hole. Yeah. The,
0: the luggage. Like yeah, that was are doing
1: with all the luggage?
0: Unless the
2: whole
1: team, maybe the whole team.
0: Yeah. Did the whole team get was their luggage lost? I don't know.
1: Maybe.
2: It might have been recent. I think it was recently, so it could have been summer league. Yeah. So, but I don't know why they would. Well, I don't know. I don't know how that works for NBA players flying commercial and stuff like that. So.
0: I don't think anybody does. Yeah. All right. We ready to go into you know what?
2: Uh. Yes. Should we pause or are we ready to go? Oh, he's ready to go!
0: No breaks today, boys! It's time for the Association!
1: So, Hawk definitely just put his whole mouth <laughs> around the communal
0: mic. Can we, I don't know. It's more just my mic mostly, so I'll clean okay. it. All right, all right. I'll give it a nice swipe. All right, first up, ATA. Zion Williamson shut down from the Summer League with a bruised knee. His game against the Knicks was the highest rated Summer League game in history. Thoughts? He had 11 points in nine minutes. I didn't even watch the game.
1: Yeah, he's, I mean, he just was playing with a bunch of boys again. So, I mean, is his he did- weight
0: going to be a problem? Because this knee, I mean, a knee. Carrying around a lot of weight, two eighty-five. I mean, I mean, well, I, yes, he definitely is getting a little. I, shape. Yeah, he needs to cut some weight. Maybe eat some broccoli every now and, yeah, and then. Yeah, maybe no gumbo. Yeah. So, thoughts, Chris? Um, yeah, I know you had some things written down about this. Yeah, I just don't know why people think it's that big of a deal. But what? What Summer exactly? league. I mean, it's growing in popularity. Zion versus former college teammate RJ, and they had
2: like standing room only for that. So Big game. I mean, and then you had all these big-name NBA Zion players Zion puts asses in
0: seats. Do you think that Summer League is
2: just an excuse for, like, these NBA players who think they're tough shit to just come out there and sit course side thinking they're cool?
0: I don't think that's the excuse for Summer League. Well, <laughs> but, for them. Well, for them, I think they're, yeah, maybe. They're just going to maybe B C Like, you sport. see LeBron
2: and Anthony Davis walk out together, and they're, like, holding their hands over their mouth talking like they're cool. So are
0: those games in L.A.? Or Vegas. They're in, they're no, Vegas. Vegas. I'd yeah, love to go to Vegas for sure. yeah. So the I, they put asses in seats. I mean, the NBA is just a constant moving wheel.
1: Yeah.
0: Anything else on that? No, I
1: don't really care. Zion's great. Yeah. I agree. He's
0: awesome, man. All right. LeBron James will reportedly run point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. Thoughts? I mean, no, he's basically he's, played.
1: He's, he's played point guard forever. Yeah. Exactly. I don't really get why you even bring Rondo back, though. I just. I like Alex Caruso. I guess for a second. Rondo. Yeah. Like he really is, even though he's bald and white, but like he still is. <laughs>
0: Thoughts?
2: He's been a point guard his entire life. I mean, guy has has to have the ball in his hands. So now they're actually just going to call him point guard. It'll be interesting to see how it works out. I mean, they're gonna projected. They're going to play a big lineup. Kuzma will pl- be playing the three.
0: Kuzma Davis, who's their and center? then either Cousins slash McGee. Yeah, and then two so, will be KCP.
1: Uh,
2: Danny Green.
0: Danny yeah. Green, yeah. I forgot. I don't him. know. I
2: think I'd rather
1: start KCP than Danny Green because I think Danny Green could run that second unit. That's
0: just me, though. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. All right. After the fallout of the Paul George trade, Sam Presti and Russell Westbrook are in talks about Westbrook's future. The Miami Heat and the Rockets are both reportedly interested. Westbrook has four years, 170 milli left in his contract. We talked about this earlier. Do you think he'll start the season in a Thunder's jersey?
1: Yes. I do, too. Here's why. Now, terrible timing for the Thunder. Because basically what happened now is all of those teams that signed those guys to contracts. Like, this is the perfect opportunity for Sam Pressy to absolutely eviscerate the Knicks. Just completely trade kill them. I mean they would give whatever it would take to get a guy like Russell Westbrook. So, but all of the guys that would make the contracts match, they have to be on the roster for 6 or 6 months. So you can't trade him for 6 months. Yeah. So, uh, pretty much what it comes down to is I think they'll wait, you can get a better deal around the trade deadline. Um so if they did trade him now
2: or in the season, who who do you think the top like three or four destinations would be that right would be now? willing to take him on? Yeah.
0: I think the Pistons have been rumored. Pistons. Which that would be interesting. I mean, depending on what they'd have to give up. I don't know what the contracts look like necessarily, but you think they'd get rid of Drummond in that?
1: But uh, yeah, I don't think Drummond's worth two pots to piss in, honestly. Yeah, so I don't it, I don't much. think the Thunder bring it back. But he is he probably has a player option. Now. I think he they...
0: I think the Heat make the most rely like Destination yeah. that would fit yeah. I would say Heat Pistons
1: and I mentioned this earlier, but the San Antonio Spurs. I, I mean if
2: you are good. the Heat or if you are so let's say we, we name the free agents off for next year. Not that great. If yeah. Russell Westbrook was a free agent next year, would you say he's the top free agent for next year's class? I don't remember who we said were the top like
1: three or four. Yes, he'd be the number one free agent. Because Probably. it's like I don't even know who.
0: Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, Siakam, Green, Brandon Ingram, just yeah,
2: easily he's top three. Siakam's going back to Toronto. I think he's going to be restricted, so that didn't even count. Ben Simmons is going to re-sign in Philly, Uh, and then that leaves Anthony Davis, who's staying with L.A. So if Russell Westbrook, right now he's the top. He's not a free agent, but he's the top like star on the on the market. Yeah. For sure. So even though he's going to cost a bunch, you see all these teams that are wanting to pair stars together. Why wouldn't the Pistons make a move to put him and Blake Griffin together? That's their best shot here. Why wouldn't the Heat do it because they want to get a star next to Jimmy Butler?
1: Yeah, I know I get what you're saying, but think about it like this. So like all those superstars Kawhi just signed a four-year, one hundred forty million dollar contract. One forty-one. Russell Westbrook is still owed. It's four years, one seventy. Like, and at the cool. end, and listen, and why is Russell Westbrook so good? Because he's super explosive. In four years, he's not going to be as explosive. He's already, he, I mean, he showed a decline last and year. And in
2: those deals, Oklahoma City is going to have him sign off on it. Just because he actually showed to them, I feel like, that he would was loyal and signed that long-term deal. So I feel like they need to not just trade him to work any place he doesn't want to go. I feel like they need to work it out with him.
0: Yeah, because if you trade him to a team that he doesn't agree to, he might just hold out and yep. do something crazy. Because he would still be a – I
2: mean, let's just uh, – they, com- they were throwing a complete curveball. Yeah. Paul George screwed him over.
0: Mm-hmm. No way. Um, <laughs> Is there any what? chance Paul George just screws over the Clippers next <laughs> uh, next offseason? I mean, I don't know
2: where he's going to want to go next. I mean, maybe he will want to go to, like, Phoenix
1: next or something. Maybe he's got a great aunt that lives there. And that's I don't know either. Name. What about, what about uh, Russell Westbrook? I mentioned this. To somebody, you could think of maybe a team like, maybe like the Timberwolves or the Orlando Magic. Now, would he sign off on that? Probably not. But I think he would with the Timberwolves to go play with Towns. That's so another big name. Yeah. You so you'd be giving up like
2: Covington, and the Timberwolves need to do something because they're going to lose Towns eventually. Yeah, it's I like think the next should...
1: guy that's going to probably demand a trade. To me, like Towns is. I mean, I would trade Towns right now. I yeah, think.
0: him and Booker are going to be the next guys to demand a trade. Start yeah. this all over. I would August. just trade him.
1: Just trade him, get some boxes of socks or some shit. Mm-hmm. Trade him, Uh, call, like, the Suns and say, hey, we'll give you Towns, you give us, like, Aiden and, like, a first-round pick or something. Just do that, straight up.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad idea, yeah. though. Yeah. Next up, i got Amari Stoudemire and Monte Ellis plan on making a comeback to the NBA. Twelve teams attended a workout in Las Vegas for the two <laughs> former NBA players, according to Chris Hayes. What was the last team each player played for? Oh, I know this.
1: Whoa. Oh, I can tell yeah, you. Can
0: either, you can say either one.
1: Uh, Monte Ellis. You should know Montes. Well, you just gave him a hint. The Pacers? Yes. And then, but yeah, but he's suspended for like five games. That one was easy. He's still on the Pacers' books. Yeah, they stretch his contract. Yeah, that's true. Um, Amari. It's not the Knicks, is no, it? No. no. Uh, shit, I don't even know. Chris, no. what is Nuggets? It? Miami. Miami. Oh my
2: God! Yeah. Can you guess how old they both are? They're different ages.
0: Stoudemire's thirty-four, or 36? thirty-six. Thirty-six. <laughs> and then Montez is thirty-four. Thirty-three. Oof.
2: Yeah. they're old. I'm nervous, Doudemire. My- I mean, I'm... <laughs> I would not want either. <laughs> Honestly, like, what have we been
0: doing here? Yeah, I the 12 know. teams that went there are just wasting time. I mean, I Did was- the Knicks go? Did, did, are they going to sign another power forward? I mean, what go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Knicks were one of the teams. <laughs> no, <laughs> I swear to God, the Knicks were one of the teams. Oh I God. saw that. I was like, what the hell is oh happening? Oh, my God. I mean, one of our buddies... Pacers were not, thank God. One
2: of our buddies, big Pistons fan, he's been on the show before. Yes. He, uh... They signed Derrick Rose. They have Blake Griffin... And who else? I don't know who else they have on their team, but if they got Monte Ellis and uh, Amari, that would be like the ultimate 2011 like roster right there
0: on the Pistons. Like, just imagine if they had that roster. Oh, that, they have. Uh, oh no, wait. They got like Dubya or whatever that dude's name is from the drill. No, I'm
2: just saying if it was 2011 and the Pistons signed both of those guys, they'd have in 2011 Derrick Rose after his MVP year, Monte Ellis. Amari Stoudemire and Blake Griffin. I mean, that's a pretty good team. <laughs> that's a great eight team. Eight it's years ago. And you yeah. almost have to call Melo at that point. Stay yeah. Melo, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're competing for a
0: championship eight you, years ago. Any chance either of these guys see a second of NBA action? If Carmelo Anthony can't get on a team, there's no way It's a real can't. slap. In if you don't, don't sign Carmelo
2: Anthony before these two jokers, I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay. Come I on.
0: agree. I don't think that. But that was like popping up all over when I was looking for yeah. news. Who cares? who cares. <laughs> all right. Warriors will retire Andre Iguodala's jersey, and the Grizzlies will retire Michael Calais' jersey. Thoughts on the jersey retirements? Too much, man. Too much?
1: Andre Iguodala's way too much, dude. I mean, how many
0: championships do Andre So you listen, I mean... I mean, Finals MVP?
1: One finals MVP. With the way... That's
2: <laughs> pretty good. I mean... With, no, but with the way that it's nowadays... They're going to run out of numbers eventually because everybody has, like, not strict criteria. Maybe we'll switch to it's Roman Numerals. It's the
1: participation
0: award, people. It's made its way to the NBA. Roman Numerals? I think it's a little more than a participation award. He <laughs> was the least of finals MVP, oh and Mike God. Conley, I could see. I don't agree with either if You're the Warriors. Conley's never even been
2: an All-Star. If you're the Warriors, no. you're going <laughs> to retire five jerseys from
0: this era. Yeah, and I mean whatever I mean if it's a, from a business move a player might see that and be like shit I kind of want to get my jersey retired it's not a bad business move I don't think I mean eventually
2: they're going to just gonna end up like Goga numbers that, that would be wearing 88 <laughs> <laughs> like Steph Curry Steph Curry should get his jersey retired when it's all said enough
0: yes you don't think Mike Conley should have uh, uh, I mean, uh, Mike Conley
2: yes but uh, he's never made an all-star team. no but for the Grizzlies I mean yes I think various Mar- franchises I would say franchise.
1: Mar- is a better it grizzly. all
2: depends on your franchise as well yeah mm-hmm. uh and then Zach Randall like, they, but they retired Tony
1: Allen. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, just that's pathetic, rough. guys. I mean, Jesus. so they set
2: a precedent for themselves there. If you don't retire, if you retire Tony Allen, you have to retire Conley. Sh- you have should Jermaine to retire, be retired? and that's what I was going to get into. I don't think so. No, I don't. Either. I see a lot of people that say he should, and I, I, I was a big Jermaine fan. We all we love Jermaine fans. I mean, should Paul be retired? No, no, no. no. <laughs> but look, I mean, <laughs> hell, no. What, what are we even doing? Yeah, I just hate these people, man. We have great memories with Um, J.O. He was my favorite player for at least five years. And, I mean, he got us to one conference finals. And he's not even in, like, the top five of scoring or rebounding for the Pacers, I think. So, like, if you're going to retire anybody next for the Pacers... It has to be Rick Smith. That's exactly what I was going to say. If you don't, it, if you retired, Rick if you retired Jermaine O'Neal before Rick Smith, it would make no sense. And the Pacers are very strict on who they retire. So. Yeah, they
0: should be. I like it. Yeah, yeah you be strict. You who, so, who's the next guy for the Pacers? Dude, with the way the league's going, like this might be like a new trend. If you play six years and win a Finals of MVP, like most guys might never Do play you know six years worst, in the NBA. The and worst
1: it. jersey. The worst jersey that's retired. Dan Marino. Dan Marino, uh, Miami, the Miami Heat retired Dan Marino's number, but 18. they sold uh, well, out people. Did, uh, wear that who did the Thunder retire recently? Or? Oh, it was that Nick like, that's <laughs> the <worst. laughs>
0: That's the worst one. My yeah. the Heat also retired
2: Michael Jordan's number, who never played for the franchise.
0: Wait, you can't wear twenty three no, in Miami. That's
2: why LeBron didn't wear. I mean, I think he was going to change his number anyway. But that's fucking ridiculous. That's just you didn't even
0: play for the franchise. What do we do?
2: So yeah, jersey retirements good for them, but like it's just way too. Like
1: I think the NBA needs to step in. I think there needs to be a criteria set. Like it's. This, but I mean, I can bad. see this. Thing. Do you
0: agree with like the way the NBA is going? A guy that won't, you're never going to get a guy that plays for like ten years. Now. Like I mean, you might. You What's the, the percent? Not as many
1: that. Kevin Durant's number seven gets retired in Brooklyn. If he wins, a couple no. of not titles. even not even one title. He doesn't win one title. He just <laughs> he's just scoring like thirty a uh, year. Then he
0: probably will. Probably. <laughs> Can you name another Brooklyn Nets jersey retired? Is Jason Kidd even yeah, retired? Yeah, it's got to be Jason, Jason Kidd.
1: Richard Jefferson. I don't think Richard Jefferson. I makes... think he should be.
0: Should I look it up, or should we just yeah just just look, look it up. up? Oh,
1: yeah, we got fans that need to know this.
0: Nets jerseys retired NBA let's just pull it up let me keep and Horn. retired numbers yep yeah, here we go here 3 we go. 5
1: 23 25 32
0: 52 I wish it said the names that would be that would be way cooler fires alright so we got Buck Williams
1: okay
0: Julius Irving. he's kind of worth it Bill Molchiani John Williamson Jason Kidd Drazen Petrovic
1: do you remember him Jocelyn died in a car yeah. accident. Oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah, a
0: I knew that name sounded familiar. But, I mean, so he never even played games?
1: I think he was a rookie. Or maybe See, so, I mean, why year. are we even retiring
0: dead people? See, this, you shouldn't even retire that dude. Sandra. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe he didn't earn it on the court. I don't want to hear Like,
1: it. I just, I guess, guys, I don't. I so, don't they know. haven't had
0: that many. So, I mean, if Kevin Durant averaged 30 a game for three years, maybe. If, it's, just, uh, it's just so stupid, if,
2: dude. If, if, if Oladipo stays with the Pacers... Plays out, uh, plays there for another ten seasons. They will retire his jersey.
1: Yeah, ten years maybe. Ten years, okay. Ten years is a little bit different. But I'm just saying, it's
2: it's a different when it, it's also makes a different when someone played for your team there. Like that's why Nick Collison's such a terrible. But I mean, yeah, we didn't retire Jeff Foster, so yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Um. Don't get it. But if Depot played is at high level for you know ten years, stays with the Pacers, no doubt they're gonna retire that jersey.
0: All right, so we got a nice little Jersey Retire rant. Um, Kevin Durant's to wear seven was the next thing. I put I don't care after that. So do you have any more ATA? uh, Yeah, I do. Um, So, yeah, a little bit on
2: Durant's Jersey Retire – or not Jersey Retirement. Changing number seven. I did want to say it doesn't make much sense from a business perspective. Uh, He has – I forget what it's called. He's got a couple business ventures, uh, and they're all revolved around the number 35. So, like – it has the number thirty-five and everything that that uh, that it does business-wise. Okay. Um, and then also, during a playoff game in April, probably during the first or second round, whenever before he got hurt, he was in a press conference after the game and he wore a black and white hat that had the number seven on it. So do you think he was foreshadowing at that point?
0: I like this league, man. (laughs) When was this, April? Yeah, it was in April. He wore
2: a seven hat. It was black and white. And he wore it to a post-game press conference. Or I think it was that. Did
0: anybody ask him about the hat?
2: No one asked about the hat, I think. You don't think of anything of it at the time. But he plays for the Brooklyn Nets now, black and white, other colors. And he's wearing number seven. So you tell me. He definitely was foreshadowing. He's that kind of bastard that would do that. Just kind of interesting. Um, Next up, speaking of Kevin Durant, I'm going to read this to you. This just came out here today. Mm. Uh, Apparently, Bleacher Report posted um, something about Russell Westbrook. I don't know what it was. But Kevin Durant's brand ambassador, whatever the hell that means, Kevin Durant's brand (laughs) ambassador crushed Russell Westbrook in an Instagram comment in response to Bleacher Report's post.
0: And I'm going to read what he said. Who's it, Wait, who's speaking to who? Uh,
2: this is Kevin Durant's brand ambassador. So speaking friend, to Russell Westbrook. Speaking in a comment section on Bleacher Report about okay, Russell okay, Westbrook. Okay. So here I'm going to read the comment. You guys listen. Tell me what you think. No one wants to play with Russ. Everyone blames everyone else except him. When it comes to the Thunder losing, people have bad basketball mixed up with loyalty. Russ is all about Russ. He's more worried about stats versus playing winning basketball. Everyone can say what they want, but owners and GMs in the NBA know the real about Russell and his style of play. So fans can say what they want. But moving forward to the future. OKC will have to trade Russ, and he will have to become a better player slash teammate. He can keep that intensity and competitiveness, but reality has set in. All in caps. No one wants to play with him. Five exclamation points.
0: <clears throat> so I don't think I think there's players in the NBA that want to play with Russell Westbrook. I mean he's a dog, he plays there's to say no one I think is a stretch, but I mean some of those things we kinda already know, like his fans, right, That have been rumored. He's a Pat Statter. He goes for the rebounds to get the triple doubles. I don't necessarily ever see that as a negative, I guess, but I guess if he only cares about that which I mean, people have said before. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I don't know. It's just kind of I, petty. It's, it's just, kind it's of petty, petty for it's sure. Petty. But Brandon Bass saying that. I don't know. I got something. He's got to think it. Kevin Durant won't be mad that he says that, right? Because I mean, you're going right after. That's yeah. going mean, to be a story. And you know that, yeah. I don't know. It's just this league, man. Guys, this I got league. I got some breaking news. What? I
1: got some breaking news. <coughs> As my wedding ring just went rolling across the floor. Um, the Indiana Pacers have liked one of our tweets. Which ones? Specifically, <laughs> the one that Chris sent with the Jack Nicholson nodding gif. The Indiana Pacers have liked the gif.
0: So they know we're, we, we exist. They oh, know yeah, we they do. Yeah, they
1: 100% know. Um,
0: we're on the radar. Anyway,
1: do you have
2: thoughts on that Instagram post?
1: Uh, sorry. I just went to get grab my wedding ring. But no, I just think it's kind of one of those th- things. Would you want to play Russell? Thruth- Ruffle?
0: Ruffle? Ruffle?
1: Russell Westbrook? No, I would. If you were a guy that needed the ball in your hands, do you just want to watch a guy go stat hunting? Absolutely not. Uh, Paul George didn't want to do it. KD doesn't want to do it. No one wants to do it. The only reason why Steven Adams wants to do it is because he stands his ass right underneath the goal, and then Russell Westbrook jumps in and just throws him. You know, an assist here, there, every yep. once in a while. Roll the thunder, re- retire Adams' jersey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah, Adams is a guy that probably likes playing with Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. a big he's got guy. Easy should. going, and he just gets it's that the same easy reason dunking. why Capella wants to play with James Harden. Exactly. Yeah. So to say no one is yeah to stupid, say no one, but it's definitely yeah. petty, and I definitely yeah. understand the guy's point. And also,
2: but, did you see the news? Did you uh, see this here about this? That it came out that before Durant left for the Warriors. He told Russell Westbrook he was
1: going to re-sign with Thunder. Oh, that's why Russell was so petty. Yeah. Why you always
0: lying. That's yeah. kind of crappy. Well, we got to give Westbrook some credit because he did, he did create Victor Oladipo.
2: He did. He, did. he, he had good. a hand. And yes. we, you, we admire loyalty from stars. Yes. And he, he did that. Yeah. He's,
0: and he's a guy who's fun to watch. He's an asshole sometimes. He's crazy. He's obviously insane, but, I mean. It's I can't say that you don't think that he wants to win.
2: He wants to win. Yeah. For, but he, he just also, thinks
0: that he can do everything he's super
1: yeah yeah i got one more around these though i got as many one more threes. as well oh, so you can go ahead. no mine's not even cool so good. all right this one's
2: not cool but i just kind of wanted to make fun of this uh, china's national team oh yeah is playing in the nba summer league yeah. looking for an opportunity to improve i think there's other teams playing
1: yeah
2: on monday team china ended up winning their first game against the charlotte hornets summer league squad 84 to 80 is this a major setback in
1: confidence for the Hornets Summer League squad? I mean, probably they probably beat be, our summer be league. <laughs> they beat us. They beat our <laughs> shit in. So I don't want to talk I too much shit. I actually watched the game. Um, Kind of funny. I actually watched that game. The China game? Yeah. And they had a couple guards that were just like split doubles and stuff. And I was kind of like, hey... What's up? Like, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Like, see what's up. But they also, I think uh, they had uh, Yi Jian Lian or Yi Lian or yeah. whatever and a couple other guys that I had actually known. Um, but yeah, I mean, they weren't bad, honestly. They really weren't. So, yeah, I mean, that's, the Hornets probably, suck, but
0: that's probably their best. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Over oh, there. Yeah. yeah. And they barely beat the Hornets Summer League. I don't think this, I don't think the Hornets are set back necessarily because th- I think they'd probably beat us from what I've heard.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I don't want to play. So what's the your not
0: thing. cool? Um, anyway, is? I
1: mentioned this I think on I might have been with Chris actually, but anyways, the uh, U.S. women's team won the gold medal. Um, it's, it's the gold cup. No, the gold medal or the no, wait. It's a cup. It's a oh, at like the World it's Cup, cup the Olympics, World Cup, yes. But they get a gold medal out of it. Yeah. Okay. They get a gold yeah. medal out of it. Okay. You okay. See the they got like, the medal? Yeah. They the get like golden boots. There's like a golden boot. Yeah. There's a golden shoe. There's a golden globe. There's a golden ball. Whatever the hell it is. So maybe that's what I was thinking about. But anyways, um, so Bleacher Report. This is after like. There's a lot of politics that go into it. I'm not getting into it, but. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> basically, basically, what it came down to was the women want equal pay. They're better than the men, um, yada yada yada. Um, but Bleacher Report comes out with this like tone deaf, uh, like poster where it's the United States women like in like character form, okay, like drawing. I've seen and the it, picture. In the background, it's like just different the weird, internet
0: went roasting. Yeah, they just
1: roasted it because it was like people there was from Zach friends, Efron, Zach Efron, friends cast. Baker Mayfield was on it yeah. like Kobe it was just like a bunch of just random ass people and they just completely eviscerated it. So what I told Chris is we need to have the we need to put the poster and edit it with like random ass pacer players. Just random. I'm not talking like Vic. I'm talking like Maceo based. David Harrison. David Harrison. Yes put the guy uh, Rasha and we could even go Travis Diener there's
0: so many we could even go the guy that we only had for like a day the guy that shot threes from Michigan Nick Salskis on there yeah. Wade Baldwin, <laughs> Wade Baldwin. <laughs> how awesome would that be that we should do that immediately and Jim also, Hardaway you, should, you put Mike Epps on there put famous fans yeah. um, oh, yeah. put the guy from uh, Social Network Social Network put, yep. throw him on there Boomer obviously a fan favorite Bowser Bowser? The old mascot? The dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog, of course. <laughs> and then uh, Nate, Nate McMillan, maybe. I yeah, mean, yeah. we know
1: it's not going to be us who makes it. So yeah. we're just going to look at Chris. Like, that needs to be the next thing.
0: I'll see what I can do. And then we got to be on it, too. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have us. <laughs> it's like, who are those guys? Yeah. I think that's it. That's all you guys got. That's it. Yeah. And it wasn't even around the association.
1: That was more like a thought.
0: Yeah, a thought yeah. expressed yeah. at the yes. end. I like it. Yeah.
1: Oh, also the girls' team. Um, they lost to our 15U boys team, and so that like they used that against them today on thing on ESPN, which was another tote death thing. So they said they should be paid equal, and then the boys
0: 15 year old team beat them. But, beat the USA women's. Yes. Yeah, but I mean that's just how it is. Yeah. I mean, I mean we used to, our girls used to win state every year tri central, and I was in seventh grade. We'd scrimmage our girls team, and you beat them. We beat them. Yeah. I mean that's. Yeah. I know, I just thought it was funny that ESPN was so toned down. Yeah, to I mean, obviously yeah. What is this Victor Oliva's it song? Is. Yes, baby, this is what we needed I think that wraps up the episode
2: It does, I was gonna let him say this part Alright, that's gonna wrap up episode <laughs> 49 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast Next episode, episode
0: 50 the Tyler Hansborough episode the Tyler
2: Hansborough episode, we've had more episodes in 50 But this next one will be episode 50 Hopefully got some lots of fun stuff in store for you guys. We will see you guys then. Have a great week. Bye-bye.